Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Mitch. And I'm Greg. And this is Side Note. A podcast where every episode we chat about life and what's stumping us right now. And then we research and splice in all the science and mind-blowing shiznit throughout so you are entertained while simultaneously learning. Today, we're going to be talking about Elon Musk. We're going to start with some stories about Grimes and when our Google Home tried to kill us. And then we're going to get into the debate section because I, Greg, think Elon Musk is super sketchy. But Mitch, for a long time, has been a pretty big fan. So let's get into it. Hi, Greg. Hey, sup? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, what's up? Mask uh, Greg is here. Uh, how you doing? Uh, I just, uh, oh, I got a lot of dandruff today. Wait, I'm trying oh. to think like, why you straight guy? <laughs> Wait, dandruff? I got a lot of dandruff. I uh, got like uh, my uh, uh, crop top. Apparently those are in this summer. Uh, I'm just jamming out Wait, to the beats. Wait, what? what do you, are you straight, Greg? Why are you wearing a crop top? Straight guy? Hello, it's fashion. Okay, the gays do it first and the, guy, the straights take it over. Crop tops are all over EDM concerts this summer. Get with You know it. what? Actually, when I was, I went to uh, school in Australia for a semester. And when I was there, this was before men here really wore short shorts. Every straight bro, 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 every straight bro, that's, right, bro. that's how you say it in Australia. Every or straight bro, bro, um, was wearing, uh, okay, I can't do the accent right now, was wearing like the shortest shorts, especially like when they were jacked and muscle bros. I was like, is that... But now I feel like that's happening here, yeah. where it's like the uh, you don't know someone's gay based on their shorts anymore. Bros the way hipsters looked like five years ago. It's just how fashion works. Okay, mm-hmm. you go. It's true. You go into Toronto to the King West straight vibes. They looked what they used to make fun of. Yeah, it's so true. Gosh, uh, just if only oh, they could straight know. men. It's like just be original for once. <laughs> Speaking of straight men. We're talking about the muskiest of them all. The muskiest. Elon Musk. All. But we're going to get to the debate later because yeah. we are on different sides we of this coin. We have lots of opinions. But first we're going to do story time. Story time. Story time. Story time. Oh my God. I was getting there. I'm so happy that we spent two weeks nonstop practicing that because that was really good. I know. We're nailing it. Honestly, <laughs> get us a Spotify sponsor shot. I don't even know. What Wait, what? Like just you mean like an album? I don't know, on Spotify? an album on Spotify, which we already just have, which we already have. Yeah, if you didn't know, go listen to our music like, on uh, Spotify. Type in the periodic table song has like millions of streams. I know. Sometimes I see like really amazing, brilliant, up and coming artists, and the fact that we have more streams makes me depressed because we don't deserve them in the way that some of these jazz. But I'm really into jazz. Like, okay, this is not story time. What is your freaking story? Grimes. Story? Okay, oh. I was getting there. Oh, oh my god, let's let me. No, I'm just oh, kidding. I wasn't, Grimes. but here I am. Okay, do, oh, for people who don't, who's god. Grimes? For people who don't know, who's Grimes? What you been living under a metamorphic rock? 
just one of the best female singer-songwriters of all time. Thank okay. you, Canadian. Like, tell, us, tell us about her just in case like some people are literally okay, like, so I have Gr- no idea what you're talking so, about. So Grimes is a musician from Canada, from Vancouver. She really came up in like the Montreal sort of scene, you know, like Montreal being one of the coolest uh, cities in all of Canada. Um, both physically, very cold place, but also <laughs> trends start there. You know what I mean? Look there, straight boys, if you want to see what you'll be oh, wearing in 10 it. years. Oh, it's really? true. Actually? I went to Montreal recently, like two years ago, three years ago. Everyone was wearing fat pants. Like, have you ever noticed how, like, cool? Oh, yeah. It's I now, can't do that. It scares me. You're going to, just like when you couldn't do skinny jeans, and then now you've been wearing them for years, right? Yeah. Went to Montreal. Everyone's wearing fat pants. And I was like, this is not cool. <laughs> Literally bought fat pants, like, a year later. I think it's skater culture, but this is a different episode. So Grimes, super cool. You know, she comes out with like Oblivion, you know, those songs back in the day. People, it's I very think people like, really liked it. Yeah, Ethereal. She, she's also like, you know, introverted, kind of nerdy, like eccentric, like very. True to herself. Yeah, very authentic in that way. Her that music, that's a buzzword, it, but, but it's pop. real. Yeah. The thing is, that's amazing. What, why I really love her is because her music is... It's like is experimental pop. Experimental pop. Her newest album is incredible. Absolutely incredible. There's a song called Butterfly that's so good. I wanted to make it... I wanted to make like an ASAP Thought Greg and Mitch episode about the song. And then literally everyone in the office was like, Greg, chill out. A little niche. Like, like, <laughs> like, it's, like it's not that big a deal. But she's so like funny. She's interesting. She's so like awesome to herself. She produces all of her own music because as we know... Los Angeles is a boys club. Mm-hmm. The music scene is controlled by white men. And she is, you know, someone who's in her home, in her apartment. She, like, builds literally, like, our really weird studio right now. She builds little studios and she, like, records everything. She plays all of her instruments. And she makes, like, really amazing high-quality pop songs. She produces for other people. Word on the street, she might be producing for Lady Gaga's new album. Oh, that gives me hope. The gays are shook. <laughs> it's been a while since I... No, we didn't need to go in there. There's another episode about Lady Gaga, but like I was so on the train when I was young and then I so fell out, but I always have hope that she's going to come back with like the best album of and all And I time. think Grimes is a good crossover. Grimes also right. uh, worked with another producer named Blood Pop who made like, oh, that amazing Justin Bieber song. Like, Okay, you're getting niche, right? Like, like, where are you going with? What, why are we caring about Grimes right now? Uh, I mean, I know we're you only love two her. minutes in and I was expecting to have a seven minute monologue about <laughs> Grimes, so I don't know why I'm getting cut off. Okay. Okay. The end of Grimes' story, which brings us to this set moment right now, a time that I blocked from my memory, and it is that apparently she is dating Elon Muskie. <laughs> and I just, I, I actually but, just don't, I just, it's not processing, I, I don't think it's happening, and it creeps me the F out. Where were you and how did you find out that Grimes was dating Elon Musk? Like, honestly, I blocked it out. And I don't even know what you're talking about because she's not dating Elon Musk. Because <laughs> wasn't there some controversy too? Like she used to have anti-imperialist in yes, her Twitter bio, in her Twitter and then bio, when it was and announced that uh-huh. they were dating. But she was kind of like f the system a little bit. Like was her like, yes? Mantra, well, I right? thought she was. And now she's dating like a guy, one of the who richest people in the world. Yeah. and she wore like a Tesla necklace. I think they, I think it was the Met Gala, the Met Gala. You know the Met Ball. Yeah, sure. I think that's where they first appeared together because she always kills it at the Met Ball. You know, Rihanna so always unique. wins, but Grimes is always like there. The alternative. Yeah. Like. <laughs> There's a really good photo of Grimes, Katy Perry, and Rihanna. It's so funny because Katy Perry and Rihanna look gra- glamorous, and Grimes looks like what I think is like feta cheese. <laughs> like she just has like weird like makeup. Like she's like that girl. Uh, right. But it was the but Met Gala. Cool. They showed up together. What is with just... all these kind of like weird couples like Ariana Grande and that guy? Pete from... Davidson. You know, like there's a bunch God. of couples that I'm like, you know, 
who Why? are we to judge? But at the same time, no, is it, this gonna last? And it's like when you're like, oh, celebrities, they're just like us, and then they make decisions, and they're you're like, you're crazy. You know what I mean? Like, I so don't. So what do you think? Grime, like, do you think they met and like are in love? Like, like, it actually is like, I'm like, where did they meet? Where does Elon Musk and Grimes hang out? And to the degree that they're able to like chat in a way that she and he are like, ooh, like, you don't represent the antithesis of what I believe. Let's start dating. Exactly. I mean, opposites attract, but That's I true. trusted her. I still do trust her. I yeah. don't know. Well, that, like, that will get into our debate, but it's like maybe her <gasps> voice in this, like, you know. We'll get in the debate, but like the public can blow things out of proportion at times, and who knows what image is real? And obviously, she gets to see a lot more of him than any of us do. So, is it fair to like to judge her? Like, is that not in some I mean, ways like anti-feminist to be like Grimes? Why are you with this man? Like, I she can, know she can choose who she's with. I know, and I, I I do trust her. I've never met I've never met this lady. Even but it was I... such it is such a weird pairing. I remember I remember hearing about it. Like seeing a tweet, and, and you were like, like, you were excited news. to tell me because you knew I would. Yeah, because <laughs> I know Greg doesn't really like Elon Musk, and I was like, oh, Greg, I got some juicy news for you, like your favorite artist. I literally, my brain was like, what? Like you told me, and I was like, I, I don't hear you. What? When it comes to the science of receiving bad news, i.e. finding out that Grimes is dating Elon Musk or something similar in scope, like uh, finding out your dog died, a new study shows that people prefer directness. Very little, if any, buffering. Essentially, you just need to get to the point. They surveyed 145 people and found that, for the most part, people value clarity and directness over you being polite. Another study involving chocolate. Okay, I'm about to say chocolate like many times in a row, but just like hang in there, okay? Another study involving chocolate found that when giving participants chocolates, if on their fifth chocolate, the researcher said, here is your last chocolate, the participants reported liking that chocolate more than if someone said, here is your next chocolate. This is because people are hard wired to want a happy ending. So, when it comes to giving someone bad news, be direct, not polite, and then try to end it with something a little bit happier. For example, Grimes is dating Elon Musk, but did you know Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are still going strong? To me, he is like the epitome of Silicon Valley. Like, Silicon Valley scares me. It does, okay? It's a bunch of men now controlling the world if you think about it right oh what's new i know but i thought maybe we'd be in like a new world where like that would change and it's like no we're gonna right. have the center of the world be it... this little place that all these yeah dudes are i, gonna I take actually don't over. know too because i'm thinking in my mind like yeah but they're young progressive like that men is, or uh, whatever they God. are is that true do okay, we so... know their politics in terms of like is silicon valley very liberal or is it not i mean it's probably liberal and when you think about it in comparison to like you Texas. know, like other parts of America. Did you say Texas? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like Just compared say to the Texas, truth, honey. And I was like also reading an article about like how like the like opera is dying in San Francisco because they're like we're gonna give our money to like actual causes, not like to buy a new wing of the opera. You know what I mean? Like mm. they're like they're what people our age would do if we got. I'm a million. so behind the opera when it's called the orchestra and it's like stop singing and I just want to hear the orchestra play. Yeah, that's true. We went to the <laughs> opera once and we were like seriously just shh. It's like if the violins stop, are cool. Yeah, like all the instruments are playing and it sounds beautiful, but you're ruining it. But yeah, Silicon Valley, like, you're What's right. What's the most it, Silicon Valley, like, product that you own? Um, well, 
okay, not anymore, but we had a Google Home for a little bit. Do you oh remember God, that? Yeah, it was given. To, they were li- they gave it to us it to listen to us. It was given to us, and I, yeah, I didn't quite put it together at first, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure they were spying on us, as as all of our phones are spying on us. Yeah, but we got made a video this, about that. We got this Google Home, and I was so excited to set it up, and like. You know, it doesn't really do that much, to be honest. Like, we got it, and I was like, oh, it's so cool, because, like, while I'm cooking a recipe, it can slowly read out the ingredients Also, you're to me. always jazzed about new technology. Yeah, I love, I love, love, love when I get to, like, invest in a new phone or a new computer. Like, it's always fun to kind of go into the next generation after you've had something old for a while or you, something brand new. You will get so mad at me if I don't, like, spiritually Unboxing. unbox something. Oh, Greg is the worst at this, and sometimes I'll get things that maybe they're for the both of us, and he'll just, like, rip open and not even care that it's, like, beautifully packaged, and it's, like, literally an experience. I mean, there's channels on YouTube devoted to unboxing. It's not just, like, I'm crazy. Like, I really enjoy getting something that I've researched and I've been excited for. It comes, and then you just, like, take a piece by piece, and then it has nice design, whatever. I think Whenever I watch you do it, I'm like, you are a serial killer. Okay, I am team Mitch all the way on this one. Unboxing is so, so soothing. At Christmas, my family will actually get so frustrated with me because I will take like 30 minutes to delicately unwrap one gift at a time. But there is a psychological mechanism at play as to why unboxing is so satisfying. Pamela Rutledge, who is the director of the Media Psychology Research Center, says that people interact with unboxing videos because they feed into their primal curiosity and desire to know what's hidden inside something. The human brain is wired to be curious. It wants to know what's behind stuff, what is stuff, what stuff is good for us, what stuff is bad for us, what stuff is pleasure, what stuff is poison. But unboxing is not a new thing. For example, we've always had little secret toys in a cereal box or the surprise of a Kinder Egg. Wait, um, are those illegal in the US? I don't remember. I think Kinder Eggs are legal, but not guns. Anyway, okay, also for young viewers like toddlers, unboxing videos can actually act as a cognitive experience and a reassurance mechanism. Like a kid will watch the same unboxing video over and over and over and over again, and though they know it's the same surprise, seeing that exact same surprise each time is kind of a comforting thing. And for adults who love unboxing videos, often tech unboxing videos, it's because they're sometimes considering to buy the product. So it works as a sort of how-to video and you're imagining yourself going through the process. I'm pretty sure our favorite thing, mirror neurons, are at play here. But anyway, this Google Home was pretty cool at first, but it slowly made me realize, like, you know when people, like, get the new Siri and then they're just like, oh my god, like, the new Siri's so cool. Like, watch this. Hey, Siri. And then they're like, what's ten times two? And she's like, twenty. And you're like, okay, wow, that's so cool. And then like, (laughs) hey, Siri, what happens when you die? And she's like... I am not programmed to answer that or something like, and everyone's like, ah, this technology is so crazy and so cool. And it's like, and then you never use it again. And you're like, yeah, that was stupid. And why does everyone get so excited to like show off their Siri or even not just Siri, like even the Google. And so the same thing was happening. What's the Google one called? Ralph? It just is like, I think it's just called Google. You just say like, okay, Google. And then it like goes off. I'm like, is my phone about to call? That wasn't very innovative. No, I don't know. But anyway, so we have this Google Home, and like, I thought it was cool until one day we were in the basement with some friends playing some video games, and then all of a sudden our Google Home just started talking 
to herself from a distance. No one was there. And do you remember what it said? I don't. It was literally like, I know you're in the basement, oh, but shut I'm up. about to come down there ah, and murder no, you. Oh, that's disgusting. Like, it actually creeps me out because we all stopped. And it wasn't just like a simple phrase. It was like, no, it was, we yeah, couldn't it was, quite hear it. I think it like, it, it said actually, something weird. It was saying something weird. It was like, are you sure you want to go to Madagascar? <laughs> and it was like, mm, okay. And all of our friends were just like, we have to leave your house. No one reminded me of it. It's like the modern day Furby. You know how everyone used yes. to say that they put their Furbies away and then it would and be, then like, be like, but Ew. mom, where have you been? Mom. Or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was like, this is a Furby. I'm unplugging this. This We don't need this. And then we unplugged it, but I was like, does this thing have battery? Because we just put it in a drawer for a while, and I was like, I don't know. I bet it can still hear us. Like, I, it, never, it doesn't work when it's not plugged in, but I bet it's still listening and recording everything we're saying. And uh, Google. To that point, though, I'm like, my phone's sitting in front of me right now. They definitely don't need a Google Home to record. Yeah, are you kidding? Saying, yeah, like, we've done a video about this. Your phone is capable. Very, 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 very capable of listening to you. And if you wanted to, they could. And Google and Facebook. We should talk about Google and Facebook because we oh, do like get to the go inside, to these. Yeah. Yes. So it's really fun because of our job and because like YouTube is our main platform and obviously financially is like so involved with us. And we've worked really like alongside YouTube for a long time. Like they've put us on buses yeah. and like we really care about their platform and they obviously that's care where about grew. us as creators. Yeah. Exactly. So we always have to go to these meetings at Google because that's like who mm-hmm. owns YouTube. And it's so funny because I it's actually what people think. Mm, like, like imagine what like, the Google office yeah, looks whatever like. Whatever you're stereotypically thinking is exactly what it is. Like everyone's like cheerful. Yeah, it's like trendy. It's like open concept. You can there's never like, be 10 feet from food or yeah, something. Some, there's some weird rule where they have, it may be more than 10 feet, but it's like there's always a kitchen with snacks ridiculously close. I feel like everyone at Google is sort of like, is ASAP Science struggling? Because whenever I go, I bring my bag and I just like <laughs> grab kombuchas and, and like, like crunch. You don't mind if no, I like take all these nutty nice What's snacks? the expense? Cliff bars. Cliff oh, bars. I'm like, yo, these are like, I spent like $5 four dollars. Yeah. So I just like put them in my bag because I'm like, you're Google. Like, are you kidding me? Like, and I'm, I'm like, obviously the, steal from you. Where's the swag closet? I'm like, I need pens. Yeah. They definitely are like, you, why do you need pens so bad and notepads? And they have these crazy I'm literally lunches. I'm using a notepad from YouTube oh my right God, now. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm the, like, we'll stock up while we can. And they have the these like company. full chefs, like full chefs that make lunch. Like, because the one we're talking about mainly is the one in Toronto, yeah, which we- isn't even that good. The one in there's a there's a Silicon Valley of Canada called Whoa, I was about to say Hamilton. Waterloo. Right. Waterloo. Whoa, oh, wow. no offense Shade. to small town Canada. Greg's called- from the city and I grew up in the small town, so I have <laughs> respect. Hamilton. I have respect for the other people and he Hamilton's doesn't. the Brooklyn of Toronto, apparently. Anyways. Okay. And but- where all the ticks are right now, apparently. Wow. Get out while you can. We can't bring our dog there. <laughs> we have like 7,000 episodes that we could be doing off this one conversation. <laughs> but the the one in Waterloo is amazing. That's actually it's the one huge. we should talk It's huge. And it's like this old building that they built like a glass thing around. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, like in pajama pants. Or and they're like just that. like, the issue there is they can't get people to go home. Mm-hmm. Like someone was like, you know, we've created such a fun environment. But no we, one leaves. No one wants to leave. These and guys just want to program all night. They shuttle people too, like from Toronto. Yeah, from wherever, wherever you want to bring them in. So that they can encourage them because it's like an hour outside or an hour and a half from Toronto. And Google does this cool thing where it's like the 10% where like 10% of your time has to go to something that's not your job. Like a so creative, like a creative endeavor. endeavor. And that's how they thought of Gmail. That's like an interesting I think thing. A, I think yeah. a lot of things they've thought of have come from people like putting their time into that. But I, having talked to some Google employees, it's like it's not untrue, but you just sometimes have to work more. Like everyone at Google, yeah. I think, works really hard that it's like, is that 10% or is it actually like 110 that I'm like going extra over? To but do there's this? something going on but at Google secret. that like they're not telling you because I'm always, whenever I go there, I'm like, okay, 
this place is like so fun. Like every room is called oh, like the one that you've never been room. to in San San Bruno, like near San Francisco. The like main they one. have the main one. They have like a slide. Oh, they no. have like little pods people can sleep in. They have like cotton candy machine. Probably I don't remember, but uh, I think so. Um, yeah, they have everything you could ever dream of. It's fun. It's a fun space to go into, but I remember when I went to that one, they were very specific about certain areas where it was like, no phones, no cameras. You can't record any screens at any time. And and also, it's like, I'm like yeah. they're on Gmail. No one cares. And the, 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 the like outside platform of the one Toronto has all these like really fun mini putt oh, yeah. things that are like based on Toronto. <laughs> on like a balcony, yeah. Yeah, and so every time we go, I'm just like, I kind of want to quit my job and just like work for Google. Like, yes. I'm pretty sure. But then they always are like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like you know what I mean? They always look at you right. kind of like, like you have I'm like, freedom. what's happening that you're not talking? They're like, trust me, you don't. But I'm no, like, really? I think they do love their fun. jobs, but it's probably a hard job as well, right? Like you work hard, but you get the benefits. And, and the, the Facebook one, like competitor, it's like we've been to the Facebook offices, like very similar. I'll say, I'll say. But we went only in uh, Los Angeles. That and way. overdone wall decals. Did you notice that in the Facebook one? It was like, okay, every wall was yes. trying so hard to be like cool. It was like, this is the like birds of paradise <laughs> wall. And it's like, okay, yeah, like maybe that's going to help my mood, but like, could you put that money like towards something else? Like, I don't know, like maybe you like know, not ruining the world. Like fake news. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need your friggin' Because that's the thing. Google and Facebook, they're so good. When you go in, they're like, welcome to our welcoming atmosphere of all white people. I'm like, come on in. Blah, blah, blah. And it all seems I mean, so good on the surface. No, I know. But in gens, in gens. It's definitely, yeah. I mean, that's, but that's something at least as a company they're open about working Yeah, on. they are, especially YouTube. But then it's like, you notice, you're like, okay, but like when we actually, fa- you guys have so much money. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. barely employ any people compared to other big companies right. and if you start thinking critically of all their jobs it's like can you stop smiling and making google look so cute because like this could all end horribly mm-hmm. hashtag elon musk okay should we get to the debate <laughs> i feel like we've come full circle of like you clearly are ready and you're reared to go <laughs> oh and elon musk we my know friend. greg's pov here so i think we should take a little break now and we are going to come back and get into it Well, hello. Hello. Oh, this on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, hello. My name is Brenda. I am from uh, 30 miles west of Sudbury. And I am here to tell you how to make sure that these two gay boys podcasts gets a little bit higher in the algorithm on the iTunes. Okay? So you got to give it five stars. You got to give them a nice review. And you got to make sure that you subscribe. Okay? Because, you know, these two, they've been working real hard on their podcast. That's what my kids be telling me. And you got Greg... He is just a hoot, and he just, you know, always chipping, chapping, talking so fast. Got to slow my podcast down to even understand one thing he's saying. <laughs> and he's the gay one. And then you got the straight looker smart one. You got Mitch. Oh. oh, just found out Mitch himself is a gay there, too. <laughs> well, you just cannot tell these days, can you? Everyone is wearing scarves. Anyways, what you need to do, as I've said, you got to subscribe. You got to give a five stars. You got to leave a comment. And my daughters tell me that it's going to help these two out. So let's get on right back there to that here podcast. Got the debate section on someone named Elon Musk. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. No idea who that is, but I'm sure he can skin a squirrel. Send it right back to you, boys. Today we are going to be debating Elon Musk because I feel vindicated. Well, like we're not debating him. <laughs> we're debating about him. Oh, our opinions <laughs> on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine. Hello, Elon. Nice plastic surgery up close. Oh, whoa. Um, straight for the straight. Gu- oh, jugular. <laughs> the, the jugular. Okay, yes, I have a science degree. Straight for the physical appearance. That was a low blow. Yeah, low blow off l- the top. Yeah, let's I'm let's pull that off the table. So sh- sorry, Michelle Obama. I did not go high there. No, yeah. Um, just... But it's true. <laughs> He's creepy looking. Hey, um, well, he's like a billionaire. He's allowed to use that money however he wants. Except so, when it hurts other people. <laughs> okay. I mean, I meant on himself. So I think that Mitch maybe has had more of a change of heart of late. But definitely we've argued about Elon Musk before because I just, in a very like inappropriate speak in absolute ways from the get-go, have been like red flag. Elon Musk, no, 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 no. Not in my life. Well, he what, me out. what gave you that sense? Because I feel like here's the thing. I'm not saying you are wrong. And I'm saying, okay, maybe you were right in this case. We're yet to be determined. But I also think there's maybe lots of people who have red flags for that don't come to fruition like this. And we're going to debate whether or not Elon Musk has come to fruition as a villain. So this is my red flag, and I always yeah. What was the red flag? Being a billionaire. Okay, that is you always say this because you're always like he gives so much to charity. I'm like, if no one on this planet, a Homo sapien sapien of this species ever 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 needs a billion dollars ever and if you have a billion dollars in the bank if you have more than a billion dollars like do you know what i mean it's just it's a red flag yeah but if you got there i guess yeah no but lots of people like warren buffett didn't he give away like 99 percent of his wealth well okay good and i would like to know what that other one percent is because i'm sure you could give away even more oh but like are you really gonna say that yes (laughs) that's insane see what i mean absolute like (laughs) no I i don't disagree in that Someone like Elon Musk or even Bill Gates, like they have so much money. They probably did some shady stuff to get there. Maybe not shady, but they probably like even Bill Gates. I think people have talked about like he wasn't a pleasant person to work with. And he was really I think he said like he was extremely selfish and capitalistic. But now that he's going the other end, he realized what's important. He's he's going to give away a few billion. Well, he gives away a lot more than a few billion. 
billion. Okay, but my point is, and like even us, like we have like because of our job gotten to a certain level of affluence that I never could have imagined in my life. And the biggest thing for me this year is like, okay, we need to start giving it away. Mm-hmm. I have way, way, way less money than them, but I'm but I'm like, this is what I need to live. This is what I need to have like a pretty like normal happy lifestyle. Anything more than this is actually insanity to me. Yes, and I'm but not just because you have it doesn't mean like you're bad. Well, I think it does. So, like, is that <laughs> is that your main thesis? Just against Elon Musk? Is that uh, no, he's no, a no? Okay, Elon Musk. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, it's gonna be yeah. Okay, let's go. So, first of all, I went to Queen's University in Canada, and if anyone knows, stereotype of Queen's University, red flags. Okay, so rude, Greg. <laughs> like, <laughs> my cousin that you like a lot oh, that we just went. Excuse to her me, wedding. which one was it? The one we just went to her wedding. Yeah, don't like her. I'm oh my god, went to Queen's. <laughs> they all grew up in Kingston. Yeah, and also when I see them. I'm like, excuse me, I know what you're saying. It's a little problematic. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk oh through this. I know you went to God. Queens. And you think that people from <laughs> Guelph are better. And Toronto. Maybe Toronto. It's a debate, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're losing like to yourself. I know. Right I'm like, now. sorry, Kingston and Queens fans. But no. seriously, look in the mirror. So this all is right. because you're, what you're saying is your red flag. Like These points all add together. Because we know people who went to uh, Elon Musk lives in Bel Air. Red flag. <laughs> okay. Oh, does he? <laughs> what? Okay, he's worth $20.8 billion serious red flag okay he's the ceo of tesla spacex and like neural how could you be the ceo ceo of all those things there's only 24 hours in the day and well, you're dating grimes on the side like excuse me buddy but you don't need all those titles pick well, one okay greg don't you think this is a bit of ignorance on your end like i don't think you even know what a ceo does <laughs> uh yeah what do they do uh they sit in an office they get told what to do and they're supposed to be they really good at talking to other people to yes Every CEO I've ever met, red flag. Okay, no. Oh, you've never met a CEO <laughs> <laughs> unless it was uh, some independent company. Out of choice. Okay. Not joking around. Here's what I think. I think it's cool that somebody is aspiring to do some of the things that he's doing. So, like, obviously I'm fully behind his efforts to change the world for the better that are, like, related to global climate change, that are related to, like, solar energy, wind energy, and like electric cars i don't know i'm not educated enough about him and his practices to know whether or not the means to get there is problematic that's where i kind of toe the line because i'm like i think what he's trying to accomplish is cool i think he definitely is caught up in like i think right now seeing his online presence i'm like it seems weird, like a little unhinged, almost like trump where you're like you're a billionaire you run all these companies why are you responding to like an average citizen's tweet at you. Exactly. And that's where recently I've been like, something's weird. Like, maybe he cares too much about his self-image, and I think that's what's been coming out, is like, a lot of this is PR, it's press, like, his move to try and help, like, the the boys in Thailand who were trapped was, uh, like, a failure, and he was really upset that it came off that way. Yeah, so, but... But at the end of the day, like I could have been okay if he tried to help that. Like if he if he tried to help and was like, we're gonna bring this submarine and it failed, I could still be behind the idea that like he tried if he kind of like accepted defeat respectfully and was like, Maybe we didn't do enough research, we were trying something new. I'm glad that the kids got out safe with the help of others. Like this is something a learning experience for us. And as long as he and his team weren't interfering but were trying something innovative, I can get behind that. But he's not like that. So that's the mm. other thing about him that I think like 
in a more serious way creeps me out is like the pro- like for example the privatization of like going to space right like i do think i'm i obviously believe in the government and i we're from a country where i think the government is an extremely important part of why it functions so well and i think space travel and something that's so important to like our the human species is something that needs to be public so what happens when donald trump's organization or government says NASA? no more funding what do you mean? No more funding for like let's say like the and they've already cut back funding on NASA and other like scientific research endeavors. So what happens when a government doesn't believe in that? Well, then the I think that the pri- I think do. the private citizens should be willing to make it public. When he did that SpaceX flight, he didn't but allow how, that information to be public because he was afraid people would be like, "This wasn't as like good as you thought. It was all PR." Okay, access to information, I guess, is different. Yeah, but. I think the argument is like there's a not enough competition in those spaces to push the boundaries of how we get to space. Like if so, then we slow down and we do it in the slow process because we don't need to get to space right now. Like if he he wants to like die on you Mars don't need to get to space, honey. <laughs> well, I'm just even space. I mean, I don't want space travel to be controlled by some rich dude named Elon Musk that screams supervillain. You know what I mean? Like that's his name. Elon Musk. It's like watching a superhero movie and clearly he's going to go unhinged and we're all going to be at the whim of his mighty weapon. Yeah, I, I can agree that one person also in charge of so many different organizations that are all about trying to change. It's just like, yeah, know. why? Why do you need to be the face of all because of these wha- things? Because he's obviously Greg, a little wacky, wacky, wacky. Well, that's not fair. And it might take a wacky person to like be innovative and to like step past the boundaries like I'm sure there are plenty of people in this world who were stepping outside of what society said was normal like even we've talked about this before like when women were first allowed in hospitals or like think of like female scientists who had to go against what literally was a world that said you are wrong you're not allowed here I'm not That's saying he's why. like a martyr because like, he's a man and I, and exactly I'm like why does it, it I am like I know, like people. You're right. Like, he he is another. He is white enabled dude. in a way. Yeah, but <laughs> that's like fighting against the system, which we all should do and should promote. Uh, like access for all to have these opportunities to lead and be like the the great thinkers of our time. I agree with that, but I don't think it should stop somebody else. Like if I was really inspired to promote and work on some cool technology, and I had the means, and I had the intellect, and I had the aspirations and motivation, should I not do it? No, I think you should do it, but there's something about him that is making... You know so this I mean? is the, the premise of your debate is that there's just <laughs> like your intuition is... Yes, but my in- my point is that I've had this feeling for so long and you know this and we've argued about this and then all of a sudden this stuff is coming out now and I'm just like, my intuition is right. I feel like it is. Ooh, trusting your gut. I love intuition because it seems like a really mystical thing, but there's actually a lot of science behind why intuition works. Here's a quick example. You have to decide between buying three different homes. Okay, maybe you're not buying them. Uh, For me, you have to decide between renting three different apartments. What do you do? Do you make a pro-con list, a decision matrix tree, or do you just follow your intuition on the one that you think is the best option? 
It turns out that for complex decisions like this, following your gut is sometimes the best option. If we were to do some sort of pro-con list or decision matrix analysis, we sometimes attribute arbitrary weights on what's most important, like the price is most important, or that has a north-facing window is most important to you. Because our brains using past information are better at making these complex decisions and putting all this information together than say our pro-con list. But for a smaller decision, like what kind of brand of toothpaste do you wanna buy, do all the research, make that pro-con list, make a decision-making tree, because all that research is helpful when there's less variables at stake, but for the big decisions, sometimes your gut is the way to go. We actually did a whole video on this called Should You Trust Your Gut Instinct? And if you want to know more about intuition, you should check it out. Do you actually think it's crazy now? That's the other thing. I'm curious about you because we used to argue about this, but now... It's sort of changed. Seeing his tweets recently, I was like, something's off here. Like, yeah. someone this rich and powerful But don't you think I always thought, like, aren't you kind of like, wow, well, Not to this degree, but you're right. You definitely did have, because even when Grimes started dating him, you were like, oh, and that's before really, like, any major problematic stuff had come out about him. I think recently seeing that he had donated money to a GOP pack to help like them win their uh, primaries or I don't really understand. Yeah, he claims politics. he's fiscally conservative. Another red flag. Well, I think that is problematic because, yeah, he believes like I'm, I've heard he's pretty anti-union and he's obviously like very like pro-private companies and, and there can be a place for that. But also like unions are designed to like protect the rights of individuals. And if you're trying to make companies that are for the betterment of humankind, you should also not just be talking about humankind in the future. You should be talking about humankind like today. Exactly. And like being fiscally conservative and being a having $20 billion, it's like, what does that even mean? Like you, I feel like if you have $20 billion, it's like you should be like, I need someone to come in and take this money from me to make equal pay around this world mm. like no one deserves that money another thing about him too is like in one of those tweets is he was like i've created all these jobs like coming back at some random person yes, i'm like I those hate. created all these jobs those people are working for you to be a billionaire yeah. like i hate when people and it's have like that it idea. was yeah no I, i've heard other like people use this argument and it's like you did not create these jobs out of the goodness, goodness of, of your, your heart, heart for yeah. those people it's yeah, like you like, you are using those people which i'm not using that in a bad way but like when you hire employees it's to benefit your own company which and yourself. is exactly what i think it's we great have, that jobs are created like we should help and promote small businesses to like have the opportunities to bring on people and create jobs but like even us like we didn't start asap science so that we could create jobs that we exactly. needed the roles fulfilled <laughs> exactly that's another thing that i'd like as a small business owner who employs people to think of the type of personality it takes to be like, I gave you this job. Like all the people in our office, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so thankful of your work because without you, we wouldn't be making these videos. You know what I mean? Like it's just so weird. It makes me realize that they're those entitled people in their minds that like they it's literally like a God think complex, they gifted right? them I think a job. it's hard when you think about you're either this rich or you're this famous. I think it happens to celebrities too. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, you gain a god complex that like your I'm like, existence. Did Grimes, did Grimes lose her See, this, this is honestly the only thing that keeps me saying like, I know the media can get in a frenzy over things, and she does. She is with him still. Maybe she won't be forever, but I think she's cool. I think she's intellectual. I think she's a really smart person. And who knows the sides of all this that we're not seeing. 
it doesn't mean that someone like really smart like her couldn't be with someone problematic if he is. Maybe she wants to make a really good music video and like yeah, she's like I she need to borrow assets. Bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just borrow. Or maybe it's like a friggin' like art think piece where she's actually like infiltrating him and then she's gonna make an album that exposes him. Oh my God, Grimes <laughs> is about Please, Grimes. to change the world. She's Imagine. gonna pull the plug on Mars. No, there's no way. There's she's no gonna way. solve. Climate or change. she's going to Mars and she's like, I'm gonna be the first person yeah. to film on Mars. Oh no, that so wouldn't surprise me if she is the first pop star, not Lady Gaga, who ends up performing something <laughs> in space. But the one thing I'll say about. Um, that's uh, gonna happen. Like she's gonna be floating in space in a music video, and it's gonna be real. And, and I'm gonna be seen. so mad, but happy at the same time. <laughs> the thing about Elon Musk that I would say is he's obviously a really strong proponent of trying to deal with the issue that is climate change, which is probably the biggest issue from a human species standpoint. Yes, of but this our is time. what I think is problematic now: is that why then are you donating? Like, okay, I don't fully admit I'm not in the politics world. Most of us are not. People listening. I know you maybe have to play this game, but it sucks that you're giving money to people who literally believe the opposite. Maybe people could argue that he's giving it so he can have influence on those people. But, like, that just seems shitty. It's because, like, because he does, but the climate change, he has liberal perspectives on climate change, but he has, like, conservative perspectives on, like, money like and business. business. Yeah. But that's frustrating. It's like, yeah. why... If you really are creating, like every company he's starting is like forward looking. They're all like talking about, you know, changing the system of the world. Yeah, like the things that are going to like make the world a better place. And so many of them link back to the environment and climate and the issues that we're having. And so to see that he's like a huge donor and not like huge, I think it was like maybe $40,000 or something like that, just kind of is like, okay. I know, I guess that stuff happens behind the scenes. Sometimes I think, like, it's similar with celebrities and musicians. Like, just because they're famous doesn't mean they work their way there. They strategize their <laughs> Just way because there. they're they famous have... doesn't mean that they're smart. No, but, and, and it's all political. Like, people yeah. who become famous artists and musicians, like, play that game. Like, even talking about, like, this is going a little off the rails, but talking about how people had to work with, like, Harvey Weinstein. Like, you had, he was such an important figure that you had to play the politics of appeasing mm-hmm. him to get roles. Like, there are women who are like, I literally couldn't say anything, otherwise my career would be ruined because it mattered so much. I had to, and, like, if you make that announcement, of like you kind of sometimes have to give in to the stuff you, you think don't that's believe. why he's doing it i mean i don't or know at like, all but maybe, i'm saying politics yeah. is a world that like i'm so far removed from that maybe it's like yeah you need to work in behind the scenes to change people slowly but i just but then it's i like don't not, think not it's, as interesting to me i don't think i now don't believe he's as altruistic as i once yeah. thought i think yeah. he is a capitalist i think he maybe <laughs> yes. he cares about his own aspirations as a result he cares about the environment but i think maybe first and foremost like if his business intentions would be hurt by the environment suddenly, I don't know that maybe he would have to like change. Yeah. And the thing that too is like Elon Musk is a household name, right? So everyone knows his name and it's like, you're right. Maybe he has to play the system, but then I'm like less interesting to me. There are people out there who who are radical, who don't play the system. Let's know their names. We thought this could be a cool time to highlight some people who are actually doing radical, amazing things right now in a time that feels like it's just, purely full of dread okay so let's start with alexandria 
Ocasio-Cortez. I hope I said that right. I am so white, okay? She is likely to be the youngest woman ever elected to Congress. I finished an article about her last night, and it was, I don't know, it gave me shivers. She's amazing. So after the passing of her father, she worked extra hard at university studying biochemistry, economics, and international relations. So she's already, you know, has more experience than the president of the United States. (laughs) She's worked with Black Lives Matter, queer activists, and other groups throughout New York City. And on June 26, 2018, she won the Democratic primary in New York's 14th congressional district. So in just under one year of campaigning, her and her volunteers made 170,000 phone calls, knocked on 120,000 doors, and sent 120,000 text messages. Not that long ago, seriously, she was a waitress. Very, like, I think it was like just over a year ago she was a waitress. And now she is likely to be the youngest woman ever elected to Congress. Another New York queen, Patricia Cuomo, who scaled the Statue of Liberty as part of the Rise and Resist movement to protest against Trump's zero-tolerance policy on immigration. You know, she clearly did not give an F. And we all talked about it. It was a really amazing form of activism. And, of course, all the young activists who are part of the March for Our Lives. Seeing those 800,000 people silent after Emma Gonzalez's speech at the National Mall was amazing. And I think it is just always inspiring to hear about humans who are standing up for what they believe in and not following conventional norms and doing these things for the greater good of humanity, not just for money. It'd be cool if even if he was somebody who was like, hey, I'm not playing the system, I'm so rich and we're gonna like say an F you yeah, to all these people, all these who people are exactly saying the thing that we don't want them to say and pushing back and promoting oil and promoting like going back like however many years and technology. Like I do think it would be cool if he was doing that, but now we're realizing more and more like he's not really that radical in any way. So I'm gonna end on the lowest of low blows, Michelle Obama, plug your ears, and it's that genetically he got his genes from his dad and his dad just had a kid with his stepdaughter. So those are the genes flowing through his body. I know that that's definitely a low blow. But when I saw that, I was like, red flag number 427. And he murdered three people. Yeah, like his dad is a murderer. But he's he's distanced himself from his father. But yeah, you're, he, you're said, saying he said to, his dad is Let's like, not go down the genetic well, path, Well, I did. Greg. You know, we got lots of episodes about genes. You can't control them. You got them from your mom and your daddy-o. And his daddy-o's a murderer who dated Please, his stepdaughter. Gregory, Woody no. Allen, we're coming for you next. No, you just lost everything by making this point. Can we edit it out? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you're a freak. And Please. now y'all know what I deal with when Greg just says like crazy shit sometimes. And I'm like, you were on the right path. But Greg. I'm always right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm but just kidding. No, you were on the right path until you went and friggin' why'd you go and have to fly off the handle? I hope you're happy. I, I hope, hope you're happy, happy now. I hope you're happy how you hurt your cause forever. I Elon Musk is evil. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Um, can we just do an episode where we sing Wicked? Um, I'm pretty sure it's either copyright infringement slash people might be like, I don't need to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> but we could do from beginning to end the whole musical, including the talking parts. Fierro. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> no. How does it start? Good news. No, I don't know. Uh, uh, that's definitely how it starts. So pretend you don't know. Okay. Anyway, uh, let us so know your good opinion news. On I Elon convinced Musk. Mitch. I think I'm still yet to be determined. I definitely am way more. You're just saying on... that because you know that. No, 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 right. no, no, no. Right. I can right. still give him a chance to redeem himself because I believe in some of the projects he's working on. But more and more, you hear about behind the scenes things are not so great at Tesla. Like you hear about like employees being really disgruntled, things going bad. So it may be unraveling. 
but just because it unravels doesn't mean he is necessarily a bad person is kind of what I'm getting at. And all I'd say is, Grimes, please break up with him so I can go back to 100% loving you. Right now, I'm at about uh, 91%. Okay, that other 9% needs to be won back by you dumping him or taking over Tesla and just like doing it all yourself. You know, produce that own, produce your own album, produce <laughs> your own. I'm losing it. I'm losing yeah, it. Edit it. this okay, out. Bye. Edit this out. Uh, no, Edit no, this okay. out. No, okay. Edit this out. <laughs> uh, leave us a comment, hashtag side note podcast, or follow us at Mitchell Moffat and at Whale Watch Me PLZ. Oh, God. Let's I know think that every time we're going to get my there's handle. Like a, there's an Elon Musk army out there that gets really upset. Yeah, we're screwed. So please don't come and kill us. We are risking our lives well, for truth. Don't joke about that. Like, there no, are crazy true. people out there. Um, but yeah, follow us and let us know what you think. Thanks for listening, and we'll uh, see you next week. Oh, this is an awful sound in ears. Like, you're allowed to unsubscribe. Okay, bye. (laughs) Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.